in Ghana I can tell you just like we can never see another Dr. Kwame Nkrumah we will never see another Dr. Menzo Otava we will never God gave us one let's take care of that one in our lifetime before we start regretting Dankwa Buzia tradition. But when Dankwa and Buzia were alive, what did you do with them? Nkrumah's tradition. When Nkrumah was alive, were we not the same people that did a coup d'etat and drove Nkrumah out of Ghana and the man had to go into a foreign country? God, let us repent! Have mercy on us. We will never these men are limited edition. These women are limited edition. Their kind are not many. <laughs> we have many stars, but we have one sun and one moon that we see on earth. When you are on earth, the sun you see is the sun. Praroshi keboha. And every one of us here, your life is a city. Your life is a house. And God has put an anointed person in your hand. When you give offering, you are fooling and anointed. When you pray, you are fooling and anointed. When you smile, you are fooling and anointed. When you shout, you are fooling and anointed. When you clap your hands, you are fooling and anointed. When you sit in a service, you are fooling and anointed. Listen. Because of what you are holding, you have to control yourself. Apart from devoutness, suitability, look for a house that is suitable. The house should be suitable, convenient. Don't give him a bed that he's taller than. Oh, brother, can you come and stay in my house? You have a bed I can sleep on. I'm six foot two. Your bed, the length is five eight. So as you come and sleep, and then my legs will run over. Except goodness and mercy. The house should be suitable. So Jesus is talking in a story and talks about Jesus, he's talking about going into the house of one Simon and the man did not receive him well. Did not anoint his feet with oil. Didn't give him something to clean his face and head. Until a woman came from somewhere and began to anoint his feet with oil and cry and kiss his feet. And then the Pharisee began to complain. This oil is too expensive. Jesus said, Simon, I've been in your house. You didn't anoint me with oil. You didn't kiss me. You didn't hug me. You did nothing about me sitting here. This woman, since I came, is using her hair, her tears, her oil, her everything within her to give me hospitality. How many times do you greet your pastor? How many times do you talk to an anointed person? What we assume is they don't need our care. One day, I was so depressed last year. Oh, Jesus. Mommy was upstairs. I came down and I sat in the front of the house. 
And then one of our church members visited. And I said, sit down. And she sat down. I said, let's talk. She said, Daddy, how are you? I said, I'm fine. She said, Daddy, take care. Be well. She talked about 20 minutes and got up and left. That conversation was like, bam. I, I felt healed. Because both me and mommy were going through hard People, give some hospitality to your pastor. Even in the villages, they knew how to do it. They would take plantain and they would take cassava. And people, it is not only the money. The other day I was sitting here, a, a woman came, she and her sons, and they put some envelopes in my hand to appreciate me. I said, thank you. I prayed for them. When I went back home, I prayed over the envelope again. But guess what? It wasn't the money. One of the envelopes contained 50 Ghana cities. But the thought, the thought of it, said, they know I won't take 50 Ghana cities to go and buy a car or a house. But what they are saying is, it only means from home they were thinking about their pastor. Can you go to church every Sunday thinking about your pastor? Maybe it's a finger of plantain. Maybe it's a tuba of yam. Maybe it is just, Pastor, how are you? Pastor, I miss you the whole week. Just the I miss you can encourage the pastor. The house you go in should be suitable. Don't stay in a house of a man who is either quarrelsome or the wife is quarrelsome. Don't. And, 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 and you know what? Stop using your anointing in churches which are unfriendly. Unfriendly, unfriendly churches. And don't preach in a church where the pastor is not responding to your preaching. Your preaching is just standing at least looking at you. As soon as you finish, no comment on the word you gave. No comment on your ministration. He will just stand there and announce next week Ben Hin will be coming here. That means Akwe will be any nonsense after Ben Hin ever. Yeah, don't waste your time in places like that. Listen, it is not an act of pride to choose places that are worthy. The kind of pain you go through, the, 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 the agony you go through to preach, the pain in you, somebody must be worthy for you to exert that energy. In the person's territory. Listen, I want to be sure that you understand what I'm going through to bring you the word. If you don't, I don't care. When I come to preach for you, where will I be staying? We are thinking about it. Three weeks. You are thinking about I'll get her from Bogatanga and come to you. No, forget it. Forget it. Get another pastor next door. Do you know what it means for somebody to put his life in a car? Especially when he has lost family members before. And he sits in a car and sits in a plane. And the wife is back home. And she has to be believing God that they lost children before. But the husband, God will take him and bring him back. Do you know the amount of anxiety? The pain? What you think about? Anytime you sit in a car and sit in a plane? 
this is my story. Others have their own story. Pastors whose husbands or wives abuse them the week before the service. I know a pastor whose wife used to beat him up. Sunday he still has to preach. Others invite him, he still has to go and preach. And in the course of the week, you don't know what he has gone through. Listen to me. There is no pain you go through, this man don't go through. And I'm a yari, me or headache, me or malaria, and I suffer while I'm fremming, while I'm mesramming. Thank God you had only headache. Your pastor was suffering from cocoa. <laughs> Unless you want to exchange cocoa for headache. Suitability. So you go there, and the Shunammite woman says, The house must have a steady. The house must have a bed and the house must have food. It has to be uh, worthy. Worthy. It, it has to be holy. Number two, it must be suitable. Usable. There's nothing wrong with putting a person in, in a place where there's a car that can move it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with making sure your pastor has a car. There's nothing wrong with making sure your pastor has a nice house which has a gate. Yeah? There's nothing wrong with that. When the thing happens to your pastor and happens for your pastor, very soon it will happen for you. Look for a house that is what? Suitable. Worthy. And stay there until you leave. So, I talked about... Um, what are the things? I talked about devoutness. I've just talked about suitability. Now let me talk about reward. Go to a house which is worthy in the sense that they can reward you. Is it not the Bible that said in the book of First Timothy chapter 5 that, that let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they that labor in the word and in doctrine. And it says, as the scriptures have said, thou shalt not muscle the ox that treadeth out the corn. And he said, the workman is worthy of his reward. Listen, reward is very important. A kind is worthy of his hire. He said to the twelve, when you are going, don't take gold, don't take silver, don't take script, don't take a purse, don't take two shoes, just get up and go. And he said, the reason why you should go like that is because the workman is worthy of his hire. That means when you go there, anything you need, they will provide it. So ideally, ideally, mommy and I should not have come here with suitcases from Bogatanga. We should have just come in trousers and t-shirt. And by the time you come, we come, you give us suit, you give us shoe, you give us handbags, you give us messenger bags. What again will you give us? Pocket hanky. Then you give us tie. Don't take anything because a workman is worthy of his heart. I don't know whether in the Catholic Church, I don't know who normally sows their cassock. Is it the church or the, the priest? Church. The church. church. But normally you, I think you, you sow this yourself. 
the Catholic doctrine is correct. Our doctrine is sick. Do you know that in a lot of corporate organizations, the CEO has clothing allowance? How many churches pay their pastor clothing allowance? Am I preaching at all? Many of the pastors are preaching. You know, people are saying, let's tax the pastors. Let's tax the pastors and the churches. I tell you, about 90% of pastors in this country, SSF, Social Security, and Ukraine, we are just assuming. We are just assuming. There are many people in the ministry or the church, if you give them option, they will run away. No, and you see, it's, it's not the way you think. The ones you see out there that make you form your opinion, they are very few. They don't sleep. Yesterday we finished this meeting. In the night, finance administrator of EM came and showed me their offering. And their offering could not, the whole of the offering yesterday could not pay for the expenses of yesterday alone. No, it, it was nowhere close. But Enra, offering one, offering two. Meanwhile, you were also sitting there very angry. First offering, second offering, third offering, fourth offering. Why? Why? Because the first was not enough, the second was not enough, the third was not enough, and the fourth is not enough. And I'm about to add you yourself to the offering. But may God give seven people money to take care of the needs of the kingdom. I pray that there will be three of you who next year, during Love Revolution, you will come to me and tell me what is the budget of the Love Revolution. When we give you the budget, one says I take one third, another one says I take one third, another one says I take one third, and they say, Daddy, we want you to just rest and preach. Don't even think about the finances. That is how we do ministry. Now, I'm not even talking about rewarding the preacher or the carrier of the anointing yet. I'm just talking about the cost of the anointing. Every anointing has a cost. So he said, look for a house that is worthy. A house that can give the reward. A house that can finance the anointing. A house that can take care of the anointing. Listen, the Shunammite woman had what it took to take care of Elijah. The widow of Zarephath had what it took to take care of Elijah. God didn't send him into a house to fast and pray. He took him to a house where he could eat and do whatever he had to do. A hungry pastor will always be discouraged no matter how anointed he is. He said, ask who is worthy. So before God brings you the person, you are worthy already. And I pray, may God anoint somebody. May God empower somebody. May God touch somebody's life. 
may God give somebody an anointing for financial prosperity to be able to reward the carriers of the anointing. Blessed lady, I, I decided to look at let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. I decided to look for the double honor in the, in the amplified version of the Bible. And he said, let them be counted worthy of financial reward. Amen. And I checked another translation. I think it was message translation. He said, let them be counted worthy of bonus. May God reward you. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being rewarded for your ministry. I remember several years ago, I used to preach. Reverend Face, oh man. Me preachy, me preachy, sana, me ato from Kreu. Me preachy, sana, me preachy, me preachy, me preachy. One day I prayed to God, I said, Lord, when will I also get a just recompense? Because just recompense is not only, only a judgment. When will I also labor and be rewarded adequately? And in proportion to the amount of suffering I go through to suffer, to preach. Sometimes you, you, can, you can just do ministry. You can carry the anointing and, and the reward is not coming. But of course, God had mercy on me after many years. Because I began to pray the right prayers. People, you should pray the right prayers. Jacob went to Laban. He said, Laban, I have taken care of all your animals. Animals, when shall I have my own? And God began to change the arrangement and reward him. I pray. Look at it. Where, where is that one? Uh -uh. Which one is it? This is the best translation. The elders who are good leaders should be considered worthy of ample honorarium. Especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. Am I working hard? Am I teaching hard? Somebody shout, ample honorarium. Who the prepared spirit? Let's see, I saw them. We see We see Or software or dedicated dino. One thousand crowns and quadrants. It means I give you one. How many times having members bought a car and the, the pastor goes to dedicate it? They bought the car for thirty thousand dollars. The pastor dedicated the car. They didn't. They didn't even stop to give the pastor three hundred dollars. Oh, ya bregu, get an anointing. Stand there on Sunday next year by this time. Next year by this time, the power of God is moving upon you. Some of you are about to become millionaires. And while you are declaring, God is selecting the millionaires. When they get there, they don't remember you. I'm saying something here. So, you know what? Many of the anointed people curse you every day and you don't know. No, listen. A pastor in whose life you have never sown a seed, don't invite him to pray over your house when you finish building it. He will curse you. I will show you what he will do. He will lay hands on the door 
Father, we dedicate this house. Mm. The means we dedicate this house to destruction. Anytime you hear your pastor praying and says, hey, it means Lord, remember him and reward him according to his people. And how many times don't you see charismatic pastors making who? Worthy and he said, and when God is with you, let your peace remain in that house or city, and if they, they, they receive you, let your peace remain. If they don't receive you, take your peace with you where you are living. It means the man of God has peace which he can carry away. And I studied the meaning of the word peace. And it means prosperity. It means rest. It means to set at one. So you know what ladies and gentlemen. When a man of God comes into your space. Into your house. Or God brings you around a man of God. God has deposited in the man. I like something he said. The wet man is worthy of his reward. But he also said look for a house that is worthy. The flip side of the coin is that by the time God brings a man of God into your house God is saying you are worthy of the man of God's reward and what do they carry? They carry peace, they carry prosperity they carry rest, they carry favor, they carry a just recompense, so when you receive a man of God into your house righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost will come upon your life and I pray in the name of Jesus, anybody here who has supported a man of God in any way or supported a woman of God in any way either by giving them water by giving them food by giving them a house by putting them in a hotel by putting a shirt on their body may you receive the reward whosoever gives to a prophet a cup of water and receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive the prophet's reward and shall in no wise be denied their report and their reward I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You have stood with a pastor. You have stood with a man of God. You have stood with a woman of God. You have been a blessing to somebody. And I pray that you will receive your reward. Anybody that has ever given an offering. Anybody that has ever shown an offering. Anybody that ever said, Pastor, God bless you. Anybody that ever prayed for a pastor. Anybody that ever opened your doors to a pastor. May you receive Jehovah's reward. So Paul told the Philippians, May my God supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I pray that God reward you. Receive the reward of God. 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 Come on, shout like your voice is yours. Receive the reward. Receive the reward. Receive the reward. Receive the reward. The reward of blessing a man of God. The reward 
of receiving a man of God into your house or a woman of God. Several years ago in America, there was a convention. It was a very powerful convention. The last day of the convention, that convention was being staged by a very powerful man of God. I don't want to mention his name. He's dead now. So I don't want to mention his name. But this is a true story. They were doing a convention and the third night of the convention, the convention was owing $200,000. So the man of God was in the hotel and refused to come because he was depressed. They went to him, they said, man of God, the people are waiting. He said, let them keep waiting. I'm not coming. They said, why? He said, I'm thinking about the debt of the convention. The convention is in debt. And I'm too depressed to go. So the protocol people went back to the organizers of the conference and they said, man of God said he's not coming. Because the program is in debt. They stood at that same meeting. They raised $200,000 $200, and over. They went back to the man of God. They said, the debt is paid. He said, then I'm coming to preach. It's not because he likes money. It's not that he likes money. But sometimes we punish our men of God. And the thing is that we want to teach the pastor humility. That our pastors must be humble. Ladies and gentlemen, the suffering of a man of God, especially when it comes to denying him basic amenities, does not humble him. It crushes him. The man stands in front of you Sunday after Sunday and he's miserable. But I know today, in this building and online, I'm talking to more people who have supported a man of God or a woman of God than I'm talking to people who have done nothing to support. Ruth, can you come here? You've been so supportive of mom. I feel like I should bless you. Oh, Jesus.